Dim the lights. It's the box office preview podcast. I am your host, Greg Earhart. And joining me today, my co-host. Well, our buddy comedy film adaptation is going to be called Greg and the Last Movie Critic. It's on-screen chief film critic, Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. Welcome back. (laughs) How are you? Greg, is that you? (laughs) It's been 30 years. It's been 30 years since Coming to America uh, came out in theaters as well. Nice (laughs) segue. Didn't even plan that. So uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since uh, since we've done this. So uh, for folks joining us uh, for the very first time, uh, this podcast is dedicated uh, to previewing the new new movies coming out in the theaters uh, for the coming week. We record episodes about you know four to five days before the movies come out. We sort of break down what what we're expecting, what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to, and uh, and we make some box office predictions. Um, making box office predictions now in the uh, pandemic era is uh, a little complicated uh, because you know, yeah. especially now some theaters are coming back, some aren't, and obviously you know with uh, the grow the population is starting to get vaccinated, but. There's still a lot of people not vaccinated and many people that are not going to the theaters, you know, until they're vaccinated. Uh, so some people don't have theaters to go to. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I, I just had uh, the big theater chain near where I live just closed down for good. I know. I know. Someone has I to am, step in place. I uh, mean, there's, 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 there's got to be demand for movies in Maine. I, you know, I am distraught. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe AMC will step in. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, can I, before we get to two bit major releases coming out this week, I kind of want to just step back and uh, recall that last year, our last real, well, let, let's, let me back up. Our last episode was when we did Tenet, which is sort yeah. of a really interesting time in the country because <laughs> the COVID numbers yeah. were kind of on the low side and Tenet was one of the few movies that are like, we're st- like, we're doing this. We're coming out in theaters. We don't care why you know this is a movie theater movie and we're doing it and we were happy to be back we broke down tenant but it just it felt weird just because you know in the back of our heads we're like should they be doing this like should theaters be open yeah should people even be going to the theaters it was a real keith hernandez moment yeah yeah but and but before that the last true box office preview episode we did was about a year ago this week when we did onward um that was and at that time, it was very surreal to be talking about movies because mm-hmm. we were kind of facing the fact that, oh my gosh, movies might shut down. You know, like there's a whole impressive slate of movies in 2020 that we were looking forward to. Ken, you and I were doing our fantasy movie league, you know, homework, mm-hmm. and we were getting ready for the draft, and we were just, you know, getting ready for just the whole new season of box office preview. And. We were like, this isn't going to happen, is it? <laughs> you know, and it was so grim, and not just movies stopping, but the entire society stopping. And you know, movies weren't going to give us um, an escape. Sports weren't going to give us an escape. Well, uh, tell me your thought as you as you think about this time a year ago, because you went to see Onward in the theater. You know? I did. So tell it me was, about that experience. It was yeah. it was one of the last ones I got to before everything uh, everything closed down. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I must have gone during a uh, like a Monday night or something. I think I, I had the the weekday off or something, and so um, there weren't a whole lot of people in the theater. But uh, it wasn't because 
of coronavirus. It was just, uh, yeah, everything was just, I don't know. It was just, it's, it's, I honestly, like, I haven't had time to think about, like, think back on it. I'm looking back at some of the episodes that we did and, you know, we, we, at the end of February, we did a a preview for the invisible man and -hmm. we did a spring preview. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was stubborn. I was just like, you know what? We just got to do it. Yeah. But right. then, but then the onward episode. We also we it, it's titled onward, comma Corona, no time, to, <laughs> Corona time to die, and that movie's still not seeing the light of day. Right. Right. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's just um, it's crazy to think about. I, I I tweeted this once, and I'll just say it again because it's still more true than ever. The pandemic has really made me appreciate how much I miss not just movies like new releases, but just the whole conversation around them. Like I miss, I really miss checking Rotten Tomatoes every week and yeah. seeing what you know the reviews are going to be. Even if like you know, and we've talked about it before Ken and I, you know, we do a fantasy movie league and Rotten Tomatoes score is a component of that. But even outside of that, like I'm just curious if movies are good or not, you know, because yeah. if a movie's great, especially a movie I have some interest in. I might want to go see it. And that movie might, you know, change my world for, you know, a night or even further than that, you know? So it's like, I just really miss that conversation. I really, this yeah. movie is such an important part of the culture and uh, I'm really yeah. hopeful they're coming back really soon. It's really bizarre. Like you, you, you texted me or messaged me last week about doing this episode. And I was like, are, are there new movies coming out? I'm just like it's so like my my brain or something has been rewired or I, I've I've adjusted to the point where like I these movies aren't even on my radar so I gotta I gotta I gotta get back in the game I guess yeah yeah and we had a few new releases uh, over streaming during the pandemic I mean early on you know we had Trolls World Tour you know a couple of movies that were just like you know what uh, we weren't gonna make that much money anyway let's do a you know a VOD uh thing and then you know we had a couple christmas releases wonder woman you know which was a conversation start at the time that they were doing hbo max and they had a theatrical release too but um the big push was an one of the last movies i actually saw in the movie theater oh wonder woman okay yeah yeah so and uh but you know again and for me it's like i i mean i just I was excited for Wonder Woman 84 anyway, but just having a new movie, a new superhero movie, you know, to dive into, I was like, yes, like, give this to me, give this to me. Uh, So, you know, I, again, uh, all news is good. Uh, I I think we're going to get, so, so here's where the drama really sets in. So we have a couple movies coming out in March and a couple we're going to discuss this week. Again, they're mostly streaming plays. They're going to, you know, they're going to be in where theaters are open, but both, movies are banking on a big streaming audience and um but Dis- the movie to really watch is disney because uh, i'm sorry black widow so black widow is still right. slated for the first weekend in may uh disney is holding their ground as of right now and based on the pandemic timing it might be sensible to keep it that way that that might still be truly like the reopening of the movie theaters we'll Maybe. see if theaters are going to open it ahead of it but based on what you know, President Biden you know just sort of confirmed that right. everyone they, can get a vaccine who wants one by end of April. You well, know, I thought like, it was end of May. Oh, do you say May? Okay. Yeah, I think it was the end of May. He wants to have everyone to have at least one oh, shot. Oh, that's right. Yes, it was May. Yeah. yeah. But, but even, even then, like like numbers have been coming down uh, over the last couple of weeks, so that's that's a positive. Um, and even you know, that there, there are some good signs. Yep. Yep. And even on that timeline. 
you know, you still look at 70, 70, 75 percent of, you know, the of those who want a vaccine getting vaccinated by May 1st, let's say. So I expect Disney's going to keep that. I don't think they're going to move. I initially thought they might try and find a June slot because June actually is kind of open as of this point. But uh, I, I suspect they're going to hold their ground on this. And uh, yeah. and I think for sure, no matter what, I think July 4th is going to be the true, like, every theater probably at capacity would be my 100% capacity i think by then would be pretty pretty realistic and, oh, uh, fingers crossed i know fingers crossed knock on wood you know everything yeah. knock on whatever you can but you know and then uh, that's the case we'll be we'll be have a we'll have a very regular schedule in the summer which will be fun and uh, yeah <laughs> i just got to find a movie theater to go to <laughs> i i know <sighs> something will happen so, someone's got to step in i'm There's... so lonely <laughs> Give me well, screens. Get, I know. Let's get to the two new releases uh, this week. So one, uh, let's start with of Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, this is a new Disney animated movie, not Pixar. This is a Disney animated movie um, that has a primarily Asian cast, voiceover cast. And uh, the plot is a little convoluted, but the general plot is two, I'm going to call them clans. It may not be clans, but again, it's a little confusing to me, but two clans that are that are rival clans that are always fighting each other and the secret towards peace, um, not only towards the clans, but also this much bigger enemy that might destroy both of them is finding the last dragon. Like there's a dragon you know, somewhere in the world and Raya has to try and find the dragon and spoil where the trailers make it. No, she does find the dragon and the dragon is a very fast-talking sidekick kind of character, um, a little bit in the mold of the genie from Aladdin, um, but again, a, uh, primarily Asian cast. Kelly Marie Tran uh, voices the lead. Aquafina uh, plays a dragon, and the Disney train keeps trucking. And this looks like an attempt at a new princess. Um, Ken, tell me your thoughts uh, on the trailer. Are you excited for it? We'll get to see. You don't see later for to exactly quantify. But how are you feeling towards this movie? Uh, well, I haven't seen an extended trailer. Uh, I, I saw a few, uh, again, with the, the very few movies that I went to in the theater recently had uh, like teaser trailers that are shortened. But um, okay. it, uh, you know, I the cast, it looks interesting. The uh, the graphics look, I mean, the, the you know, animation looked incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. It's so, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with, uh, and, you know, Disney, the directors uh, have a pretty good track record. I believe uh, one of them did um, uh, Big Hero 6. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which it was yep. a, a very fun, enjoyable uh, Disney movie. So, um, yeah, it uh, should be a good one. Yeah, I mean, obviously Disney has a very good track record with these movies. I think, I think the very last one was Moana. And to be honest, this kind of looks... I mean, this has this is, looks to me like a combination of Moana and Mulan, mm. as far as plot plot angles go. Uh, this does definitely look uh, very action oriented, which could be fun. Um, so, one one interesting. So, uh, the lead actress again, the lead voiceover actress Kelly Marie Tran is getting some press lately because of the interesting journey she's kind of gone. She was interesting most famously. <laughs> uh, most famously, she was uh, Rose in Last Jedi, and she was. Very unfairly, in both of our opinions, I would yeah. say, singled out, you know, uh, as far as those who had criticism towards the movie. Um, Ken, uh, I, I, we've talked about her. We, we've done Star Wars, you know, uh, mm -hmm. discussions before. 
give sort of your view on Kelly Marie Tran, her character, and and just sort of you know what 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 you make of her uh, as of this moment. I mean, exactly what you said. I I thought that uh, what happened to her uh, in the backlash to the Last Jedi was completely unfair and and undeserved and unwarranted and pretty embarrassing for for Star Trek or Star Wars fans. Um, hey, you don't blaspheme Star Star I, Trek fans would have never done the double Star Wars. Star Wars fans should that that uh, that attacked her online to the point where she deleted her social media accounts should be ashamed of themselves. They should. Um, and and I say that as someone that grew up on Star Wars loves the franchise and I just I have no patience for people like that. So Exactly. I so I'm 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 sort of in in the camp where again, I don't think the Rose character was generally a, a well-drawn out character. Um I don't think it was her fault and and even if it was her fault, no one deserved no. <laughs> what she got from the fans. She's an actress playing a role. Right. It's, right. She she doesn't write the script. She doesn't <laughs> film the movie. She's acting the part. So this is uh, so this is definitely an instance where I'm I'm 100% rooting for her. I, I think I think she is a good actress, um, and I want her to achieve lots of box office success and, and critical success. And uh, as long as she keeps killing it, you know, in performances. And uh, based on what I've seen in the trailer, she looks like a really good fit, you know, for a Disney princess role. And yeah, uh, I'm glad she's know, getting a moment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, I think it's she's almost, on the cover. She's on the cover of like the Hollywood Reporter or something this she week. Is. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, good for her. Yeah, and uh, Aquafina is also another rising star, um, and she has a very prominent role here, and a role I would not have pegged her for. Um, but again, based on what we see, and again, fast talking. So she's the dragon. Yeah, nice. she's a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me an overview of where you think Aquafina sits, uh, and I'll be perfectly honest. I, I I know you see more of her movies than I have. Yeah. Um, so. I, I she uh, came on my radar with uh, Ocean's Eight, and she had a supporting role in that, and mm-hmm. started doing more and more uh, a few more movies. Crazy Rich Asians uh, was was a good role for her. The Farewell is just an incredible movie that if you get a chance to see it, you, you really should. Um, mm-hmm. it, and completely uh, like a ninety degree turn from what she's done in the past. Yeah. Uh, or from most of her other work that she's known for to that point. Um, so that uh, she was, oh yeah, she was in Jumanji the next level. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. She's definitely, uh, she's got talent. So she's I mean, crossed well, over yeah. into the mainstream, which yeah. is, which is, which is a, a huge accomplishment. Um, and and you know. critically acclaimed too for like Critic- farewell. Like she very easily could have been Oscar nominated for that role. Mm hmm. And so she's sort of crossed two of the three thresholds. The third threshold is, and it's, this is not a prerequisite to anything, but I just sort of interest as far as movie stars go is, is she a star? Can she be a star? Right, right, can right. Can she right, be right, any right. type of opener? You know, or someone that can get by in charisma yeah. or just talent, someone that people are drawn to movies to go see her perform. I think she's on the cusp. You tell me, Ken. What do you think? Do you think she can get there? Is she a talented enough or charismatic enough actress uh, to get there? Mm-hmm. I don't see it yet, but I think, I mean, why not try to build her up to it? You know, like that, that's, she's all oh, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I, I, tomorrow. Whether, yeah. No, no, no. I, I know what you mean. I just, <laughs> whether she can actually achieve it, like, I, I don't know, but I'm willing to see it happen. 
or mm-hmm. see them try with her. Um, yeah, she's definitely, she's definitely, uh, you see the building blocks of them building her up to, you know, getting more and more, more roles and, and, and yeah. more prominent roles. Yeah. You know, she's so far to the point uh, with the movies she's been in that have had box office success. She hasn't been the lead, uh, but the farewell, she was the lead, and that was more of a uh, indie uh, art house kind of movie. But um, yeah, no, she she she's capable. So we'll see what happens. Would you would you bet a meaningful amount of money that she would say? I don't know how you quantify an opener. Like I'm saying, like, will she get on the uh, the Hollywood uh, stars? Was that the the Walk of Star? The Hollywood Hollywood Walk of Fame or something? Yeah, the Walk of Fame, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, is she do they hand that? those out as like <laughs> I know. like candy or something? Well, like, I, I honestly, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no gauge of who gets a star and who doesn't. That's one of those like Hollywood enigmas to me. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, so you know, so um, again, very good uh, cast uh, coming in. I think also no Alan Tudyk, uh, who is now called upon for almost any quirky uh, voiceover role. Uh, he's involved as well. I think is one of the few. He's involved in like every Disney, <laughs> like a right. yeah. He wants to be the like John Ratten Rattenberger, right. John Rattenberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's involved. Daniel Day Kim is involved. Uh, there's a lot. There's obviously a lot of solid lot cast. Of, yeah. yeah, very solid cast. Santa Wong. Let's do see don't see. Let's do. Oh it. yeah. Yep. All right, so for those of us joining us for the very first time, uh, Ken and I play a game called See, Don't See, where instead of instead of uh, qualifying our interest as far as how much we want to see this movie or not, we quantify it. And we quantify it by, I'll come up with seven around seven categories uh, of aspects of the film that deal with aspects of the film. And we're going to rate our interest of seeing a movie based on that aspect alone uh, on a scale of positive three to negative three. Positive three means we're there opening weekend, opening night. We're all in to see this movie in the theaters. Negative three means we're staying as far heck away as possible. No way. No chance, no way. And aspects could be deal with actors involved in the movie, actresses, directors, producers, thematic elements, plot tropes, and, and all of it's fair game. Uh, so we're going to go through it, and then we're going to tally up our scores, and we're going to see who's more interested uh, than the other in seeing the movie. Uh, Just almost always me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Noted curmudgeon Greg Earhart. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a tough sell. I, I, I appreciate my movie ticket. All right, Ken, first one. Yes. All you know about the movie, it's a Disney animated movie. That is all you know. It's not Pixar, but it's a Disney animated movie. See or don't see? Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna say two. Uh, just because I, I, I think I've seen most or all of them, but, uh, not necessarily in the theater, yeah. which is kind of weird now, but, uh, you know, yeah, I'll say two. So in this strong partic- two, right, strong, strong trending two. toward three <laughs> in this particular moment, uh, as a dad of a seven year old daughter, uh, I'm a three because, <laughs> well, I gotta face it. Most of these movies are good. They're really fun yeah. for adults and kids. And my daughter just absolutely loves these movies. And it's fun to kind of watch her watch it, you know, and ask questions and stuff. So, uh, I'm a three, three on this. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran, all you know is uh, normally for anime movies, I say like 
that they're a voiceover, not starring it. For her, I'm just gonna say she's she's uh, she's a lead in the movie. Kelly Marie Tran, see or don't see? Um, I'll say a I'll say a one. Negative I, three. I, <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a zero on that one, just because I, I I haven't seen her outside of Star Wars enough to have formed an opinion uh, beyond that. So, uh, yeah, I'm a zero. I'm a zero as well. I agree. Aquafina. All you know uh, is that she's a star in the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say based on how much I love the farewell, I'm gonna say one, one at least. Tempted to go two, but I'm strong one. Yeah, strong one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm a strong one as well. She's. I, really I feel like I'm pulling my top. punches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a strong one as well. Actress on the com. Again, I've not seen many of her movies, but I'm definitely someone I'm paying attention to, uh, given what her accomplishments so far. And clearly she's going to be more and more involved in bigger and bigger movies, be my opinion. Uh, okay. All you know about the movie is it features a dragon. That's a dragon. It's a plot is centered around a dragon of some sort. See uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying That's to think of any. Know. Bad movies with dragons in them. I'm not. <laughs> oh, oh, there are some, oh, there are. Oh, there are. Aragon. Aragon is. Oh, awful, right, right, right. Aragon right, is an right. awful movie. Yeah. No, I was thinking uh, like Rain, Rain of Fire and. Rain of Fire is. That. That's that's Rain of Fire is not good. Uh, <laughs> it's not good, but it's not bad either. Uh it's sort it's, of it's, watchable. It's in that it's like yeah. Sort yeah. of watchable. Kind of. Matthew McConaughey is. Dra- you know, Dragonheart. Matthew McConaughey is the last one. Bonkers and <laughs> we got definitive. We got to do a dragon theme. Definitive. Oh, good idea. <laughs> uh, dragons. Uh, big Game of Thrones fan, so easy sell. Ooh. I'm going to say two. Okay. Um, I'm oh, honestly a three. <laughs> You're out on dragons. Hot take. I'm kind, take, Greg. I, I'm kind of tired of dragons. I do enjoy it. I'm just, there's been a lot of dragons. But, and partially it's Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is just so focused on dragons. But Game of Thrones aren't movies, Greg. But oh. like, <laughs> right. But they're part of culture. And I'm just, <laughs> my, my thing is like, aren't there any other creatures that you could put in instead of dragon, like mythical or not? Just maybe just make up a creature that does stuff, you know? Like, does it always have to be a dragon? I'm kind of a minus two. Uh, oh, you know what? You know what I forget about? Dragon Wars. Dragon Wars. Which I made Chris watch as a punishment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> I watched that willingly. That's Ooh, <laughs> I did too. And I, I regretted it immediately. Oh, that was so As bad. it was happening. <laughs> so bad. There are, there are a lot of bad That's movies. the worst one, though. Dragon Wars is the worst. Or as D Wars for short. Aragon was really, really. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I didn't have it in me. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, all about the movie is the title includes the phrase "the last blank," the last blank. So it's the last, the last Jedi, crusade. the last crusade, the last Jedi. Yeah, there's 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 quite a few of them. Yeah, it's the last, the last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, the last Airbender. <laughs> um, the uh, la- oh, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. So that's all yeah, you know. That's, last blank. It's not. It's not a terrible premise for a movie. <laughs> I'll go with the one on that one. Yeah, I know it definitely piques my interest. Just as it's yeah. final, it's the last one. Yeah, it's usually exactly. a plot device yeah. you have to find. It usually involves a quest of some sort. Yeah, no, I'm a one. Right. Yeah, it definitely piques nice. my interest. Nice. 
Uh, all you know about the movie, it's a heavily action-oriented animated movie. That's all you know. Could be from any studio, any project. Just heavy, heavily action-oriented. See, I may be in the minority on this, but I almost prefer, in some in, in some cases, my action to be in animated movies. Because, I mean, we, we can do a lot with special effects now, but with animation, like, you're really only limited by what you can imagine. Like and so you can you can you can imagine really great action, and and, and not be confined by the laws of physics and and uh, whatever to to achieve it. So I'm you know I'm a three, three, yeah. So I actually I'm sort of with you, but I also sort of go the other way in that I think the more real the action is, the better. And the problem with the animated, the issue with the animated is. You can suspend pretty much any rule you want. You know the characters can fly as high as you want, and it almost you almost kind of lose the sense of realism, which I think to me matters. Like, and I think, and I, I mean, it depends on the. It dep- I think it depends on the kind of action and, and right. what kind of movie it is. Right. And ju- right. like, for, like the first thing that popped into my mind was Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the the action in that movie is is incredible. Well, right, and that and a movie like that is it's totally just geared towards being like uh, eye candy kind of, kind, right. kind of way, just like a thrill fest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of go back and forth, but I think I'm not a three. I'm probably a one because only because in its favor, anime movies are definitely more concentrated being comedies, generally speaking these days. Uh-huh. And uh, I think doing like a, a true action movie is on the rarer side. And so it kind of captures my attention and I, and I, like you, I generally like them, so uh, I'm a one. I'll put myself as a one on that. All right, last one. Uh, all you know is Alan Tudyk is playing a weird comic relief sidekick <laughs> in the movie. That's all. That's all. That's all you know. Uh, uh, that's gonna be a big fat zero for me. Big fat doesn't zero. doesn't move the doesn't uh, move the needle. Okay, I'm an Alan Tudyk fan. Uh, he hasn't had a bad performance I mean, yet, even yeah. as a even as Iago in um in a Latin, the Aladdin remake. I enjoyed that. Even though he only had like six words, he said in total. So I'm a one. Okay. All right. This I mean, be I'm a you know Firefly fan, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, just the voice acting is it's fine. All right. You are a nine. No, it's not close. You are a nine, uh, and I'm a five. That I the, the minus two for the dragon. The minus part. two really held you back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have two bonus questions. Bonus questions are: I ask Ken what ifs. So instead of saying. Uh, here's what the movie actually is. Are you excited to see it? I asked, well, what if the movie was this or that? Are you, would you be more or less excited to see it? Um, <laughs> are you going to go woke with this one and be like, <laughs> what if it's an, a movie with Asian characters voiced by white actors? Actually, you know what? No, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to ask you, does it matter to you that it's a white director? Uh, not necessarily. No. Okay. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, there's two directors, I believe. I think the main one listed is uh, it's yeah, the, one. yeah, you got Don Don Hall and then Carlos Lopez Estrada. Right. So, any bother that neither of them are Asian? No, because like the entire cast is in the stories. Basically, is no. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a it's a it's <laughs> an know. Asian cast, but it's it's a it's a fantasy story. It's right, right. Yeah, it's not like it's it's based in you know. A, a particular place in Asia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think know? right. It's it's one I of the I don't find like, that problematic. Okay, okay. Um, 
I'm undecided, and that's a cop out, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'll hear arguments on both sides. Right? Yeah, I'm open. I'm open to <laughs> anything. Okay. First bonus yeah. question: um, If they announced that they made this movie concurrently with the live action remake of Raya and the Last Dragon back to back, would that make you more <laughs> or less interested in it? And this is my way of just saying they're going to make a live action remake. Gonna, so that, yeah. That, it's funny like i hadn't thought of that before so that's a good question by you because that's going to happen at some point right of course like, we're getting closer and closer with these things where they're eventually just going to make the 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 live action at the same time they're making the animated right and they can still use kelly marie tran they can still right. use aquafina they can use all these guys in the live yeah. action just... yeah <laughs> So just do both versions and then release I think that one. I would you know, be very easy. interested to see how the live action dragon works out for Aquafina. <laughs> but you know. Right. Right. Uh, uh all right. And then the last one, uh it's Zack Snyder directed this movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> more more or less uh interested. Uh probably less because it would be so much longer. <laughs> Not just because of you know, the four-hour pending uh, Justice League movie that's coming, but uh, you know, yes. half half the movie would be in slow motion, and so <laughs> it, that necessarily makes the movie longer. So yeah, so I so you're less, I'm way more, and I'm gonna say my <laughs> thoughts why for our next episode when we are gonna break when we are gonna preview the Snyder cut for Justice League. That's what they call a tease. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's good. So that's it for Ryan and the Last Dragon. We're gonna circle back on our on our final. Uh, we'll review Rotten Tomatoes at the end of the podcast and make some sort of what if uh, box office predictions at the end. But I want to get to come into America. Um, so, as we said at the top, a thirty uh, the sequel is being made thirty two years after after the original. I think for a comedy, that's a record. Um, unofficial record there might i did some research on it i couldn't find something later than that like it's not a movie record because mary poppins i think set the record that was like 50 plus years after the original mm. um eddie murphy bringing back a classic character prince akeem he's now king akeem and uh, arsenio hall starring as his best friend semi uh the original is an eddie murphy classic as we discussed in definitive cinema pod that is now released you can check that out Wait, on the arsenio was available I know, shocker, right? They had to really uh, twist his arm to uh, <laughs> come back to the screen. But uh, we talked about coming to America on uh, Definitive Cinema Podcast, which yes. uh, Ken, Ken and I and, and Chris Peterson are in as well, so check that out. Um, talk to me, Ken, about Eddie Murphy. Uh, he, this is a little bit of a late career surge for him. He's had, yeah. again, we won't go over his career. We did that in Defi his Definitive Cinema Pod, but... He's starting to be in more more movies lately, and this is a real his really official foray back into comedy. He did Tower Heist before, which is sort of a comeback of sorts, but this is him now revisiting was, one of his classic movies. I mean, Tower Heist was ten years ago, right? Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's actually been out of uh, out of movies for a while, or uh, more intermittent. Yeah, and in, he has this a couple past of decade. And he has a couple other projects coming out, so it looks like he's going to make another run. What's your temperature on Eddie Murphy now, heading into uh, America? Are you excited for this project? Are you not? What's not really? What's I mean, uh, it's just I've 
Eddie Murphy is one of those guys that I think I've been burned by one too many times, probably. <laughs> um, there, he's got some stuff that really makes me laugh, and and other stuff that's just like woof, you know, like oh, what is what are you, what are you thinking, man? But uh, yeah, no, I, I wish I I still haven't gotten around to see Dolomite is my name. I've heard it was really good, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I just I missed it in 2019, and uh, haven't gotten circled back around to it yet. My my question for Eddie Murphy is if he's if he wants to make a comedic comeback, why is he why is this the project? I don't like I, who, feels... who's, who's around to say I, I, there are coming to America fans, so this is a nostalgia play, but this feels like only a nostalgia play. Like if yeah. he wants to be relevant again, I don't know if he cares or not. But I'm just saying, like if he's going back into comedy, it feels like he needs a newer, fresher project like this. Yeah, he... I mean, it looks like he's doing. They've they've announced IMDb says that there's a Beverly Hills Cop four in the works. Like, right? It kind of feels like the the uh, Sly Stallone uh, coming back and making Creed and mm-hmm. you know new Rambo movies kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's uh, I just that I mean that works for you know Stallone because he's he's working with Ryan Coogler. Right <laughs> on Creed, uh, but uh, not so. I, I just I don't know about this one. Well, but Creed, but but the important distinction with Creed, what's right? He's what's, a supporting character. He's a supporting character. Yeah. New star Michael B. Jordan, who's a little bit more relevant towards modern audiences. Rambo, he's the lead, and Rambo. I mean, some people like the newer Rambo movies. Uh, box office wise, I mean, it basically came and yeah. went, you know, with a whimper. Um, Which is what I'm thinking might happen with Beverly Hills Cop Four. Is what I'm saying. And possibly wow. this movie too, although yeah, buzz... although I think it's just straight Amazon, right? It's not coming out in theaters at all. Oh, I, no, I understand. I just mean in terms of who are the, the number. So right, because it's on Amazon, more people will see this than it would in a theater. If it did have a theatrical release, like it was planning on doing, I I found it hard to believe it was this would do a decent number. I I know the trailer did get some buzz, and there was some more activity online than I expected. Um, Maybe it's just because like people just can't believe they're making a sequel <laughs> to this movie. Do yeah, you think... I got questions about that, by the way, but we'll get to that. I, well, that's, I wanted to ask you that. Do what? you think comedy sequel can work 32 years later? Like, any... uh, I mean, do we have a lot of examples? We have a few. 30 years later not, for not comedies? 30. I couldn't find 30. I did find some 15 or more. Yeah, years. so like, like Anchorman, I... this Anchorman 2 was like okay but not not like great uh zoolander 2 was really bad mm-hmm. like that was that was painful right my big fat greek uh-huh. wedding too which i'll be honest i did not see but was not really critically well received no um super troopers 2 again yeah. kind of came and went went with a whimper dumb and dumber 2 i did not yeah, see yeah that was, was not, not that was not great either <laughs> right so but those those movies are around 15 years later. Yeah. I think Zoolander might have been 10 or 11. But, um, but yeah, but and again, I think the issue was those movies just didn't feel connected to the time because they were still no, it's, they were it's, trying to connect to today's time for the most right. part. You know, um, That's my concern about coming to America. Although I have to say it looks like most of the movies are going to take place in uh, Zamunda, which is the Yeah, the that's what I got. Picture. That's the impression I got from the second trailer that I saw. Yeah, I think that's smart. I was really concerned they were just going to kind of rehash 
Mm-hmm. You know, just to come into New York experience and repeat that fish out of water. But this looks like a different fish out of water, like a reverse fish out of water with mm. the American sun coming to Zamunda and doing lots of American things, you know, to hilarious, you know, varying effects. Of like, a, like a squirrel in the ocean. <laughs> right. I don't know what he said opposite of, I don't know, anyways. Oh, oh yeah, fish out of water, <laughs> squirrel, a squirrel on a tree, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, again, interesting cast. Wesley Snipes is prominently involved. I think they're bringing back James Earl Jones. I think Terry Crews is involved, too. Is he really? I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. Actually, hang on. I might have gotten that wrong. No, Tra- I'm sorry. I was thinking Tracy Morgan. Not that the two of them are, oh. <laughs> are similar. <laughs> <Both> very different. <laughs> the T. The T. Yeah, the T, the T yeah. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones is involved. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a potentially fun cast. Um and is and again a little bit of a different premise. Uh, so we'll see. Again, I'm, you know, Amazon will say all oh, their numbers are tremendous, and it might be because it's free, you know, for Amazon subscribers and something new coming out. But I think as we will get to in our official predictions for what this would do in a normal box office year, I I, I don't think this would have a big impact. You know. Yeah, but. I'm I'm not I'm not convinced either. My my real question after watching the trailer and and seeing the uh, kind of premise for the movie is that apparently he has a like illegitimate son. Correct. Correct. How, when did that happen? Uh, when, I think they, when he was in New York <laughs> like, during a deleted scene. Like what the heck? I think they joke about like, that. Like, yeah. Isn't the whole thing about him coming to America? He was like to find his like queen and wife, and he was like very right. like. I watched this movie last week to prepare for the other podcast that we did. Right. And right. he was like very, very focused on and, and like <laughs> wanting to find love, not just hook up. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, I'm well. not sure how they I'm I'm not sure how they square that circle. Yeah. Although I'm sure it's probably not like high on their priority list. I'm a, They'll I'm just a... explain it away with like one right. line or something. This was also I'll wrap up this note. This could be a bonus question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the pre C don't see discussion. Like, do you think they should have rebooted or reimagined this instead? Like maybe just repeat the plot, but new character or maybe with some little character, but basically get a new actor for the role of some royalty from Zamunda or some other country. Uh, like if it's uh, Michael B. Jordan, if it's uh, Daniel uh, Kalua, you know, <laughs> you know, I think, no, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> For either one of those actors, either one of those fine actors, uh, I would want to see them do that. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, Chris, I don't know. If... Uh, Chris Rock is too old. Um... Too old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I think it. I mean, you could probably do it, and it would. It would. I don't know. Could be more social. I'm. I'm always. Generally speaking, I'm out on on com- uh, remakes of cl- older movies. So, right. yeah, you're not gonna. It'd be a hard sell on on my part. Yeah, I just wonder if it could be more socially relevant, like or speak to David facing again, whether it's the protests, you know, or yeah. anything like that. Don't know. Uh, I'm but. not sure there, how much comedy there is to mine from that. <laughs> but. You never know. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, let's get to see. Don't see. All right. All right. Uh, first off, Eddie Murphy. See or don't see? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm kind of out on Eddie. I'm kind of, kind of like negative two. I think. Oh, yeah. What if I tell you it's like a nor- It's not a family comedy. It's not like a Disney comedy. I, I it's like a. I, I don't think it's changing my mind. Okay. 
Um, I'm not really, I'm not really in on his movies. Yeah, yeah. I think I was gonna say zero. I think you're right. I, think I won't go minus two. I'm a minus one. I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, coming, <laughs> the coming to America franchise. All you know is it's just a sequel. And coming to America, you don't even know if Eddie Murphy's in it or not. You don't know anything about it. It's just we set in the fictional world of Zamunda, you know, anything along those lines. Uh, uh, I mean, like, I know that I know that a lot of people have a lot of love for the the original, but I'm kind of I'm kind of lukewarm on it because I, I I it's one of those comedies from the '80s that I didn't see when I was a kid, and so when you see it as like a grown up, you don't have that nostalgia feel for right. it. Um, so you don't have the same attachment to it that that some people have that that saw it back then and love it. So mm-hmm. I, with all that said, I think I'm a negative one. And minus one as well for the exact same reasons. Uh, Arsenio Hall. <laughs> uh, it would be mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna say zero just because he doesn't move the needle for me. That's that's. Uh, the, I could easily say negative three though. I kind of find it funny he's playing multiple roles in this movie. Like, like really? Like, like what kind of shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know, but it's he was much bigger star player in the eighties when he could pull that off. And I don't know now, but yeah, uh, yeah, no zero for me as well. Uh, comedy sequel. All you know is it's sequel to the comedy. That's all you know. Yeah, comedy sequels have a rough track record. So, uh, probably a negative one on that one. Uh, I am a minus three, I think. Mm. So very, very That's bad. Fair. Uh, a sequel set 30 years later. Could be a comedy, could be a drama, anything. Just a sequel set 30 years later. Well, I don't see. I mean, the gold standard is Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, it's Mad Max Fury Road. It's the gold standard for a reason. Because <laughs> not a whole other movies are like that, so... I, I mean that was say... a whole new set. Of, I mean that was almost a whole new set of characters too. So True. it was. I mean True. it was a sequel and name whole new cast and yeah. yeah. Uh probably thirty years later. Uh, let's. That's a popular number. Negative one. Negative one. Um. Yeah. Again, thirty old movie. Usually, if 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 it's a first sequel made thirty years, there's probably a reason for it, and so if they're doing it now, it means they're stretching. Yeah, why Nothing. are you doing it now? <laughs> yeah, minus two. Is it a cash grab? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all you know is it's a sequel to an '80s movie franchise. That's all you know about it's. That's all you know mm. about the movie. See or don't see. Uh, this is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, this was. A, this was yeah. A, this is. Uh, um, for C, don't see. But yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a zero. Probably trending toward negative one, but an open enough mind to uh, be swayed the other direction. Right. Yeah. The eighties movies are are pretty special. There, there are some gems, but also some kind of like eighties music. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm a minus one on that as well. All right. Lastly, fish out of water movie. All you know is a fish out of water movie. Hmm. See or don't see. I'm going to say, I'm going to go positive on this one, but I'm not going to go the full plus three that I know uh, someone else on this pod might be going towards. Uh, so I'm just going to say p- plus one. Okay. Well, for your yeah. record, sir, I am not going plus three. Oh, I'm going okay. plus 33. That's that's my score. <laughs> Give me it anywhere, anytime, anywhere, any actor, fish out of water, I'm in. What if, Hilarity ensues. Bonus question, Greg. <laughs> Injected to if, my... 
Let's go ahead. What, what if the fish out of water is a dragon? Oh, yeah. So, like, a dragon in, like, America? Like, so, like, a dragon's trying to, like, blend into America? It actually goes to New York City. Right. Uh, you know what? I'm in. I'm, uh, you know, I'm still in. Yeah. No, no, no. That's true. That'd be, uh, that's actually not a bad concept. You could get, yeah, write it, punch up a script for that, and uh, you might be able to get sell that. <laughs> All right, uh, I got some bonus questions. They're all on the same line, so I'm just going to ask you, are you more or less interested if this was, like, coming to Alabama instead of, like, coming to America? So, like, instead of coming back to Zamunda, like, Prince Akeem goes to Alabama, and he tries, he's, like, fish out of water there. See or no, Instead see. of, like, New York City, it's just, like, pick a different city or, right. or different location. State. Yeah, right, A exactly. different American experience. <laughs> Actually, what they could have done that, like, Every Absolutely. like every like five to ten years, like <laughs> Prince Akeem like comes back and and goes to like a different part of America. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably less interesting. <laughs> <Seattle. laughs> less. It's just oh, wow. it just rains the entire movie. Uh, oh, and then and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the people complain about not having uh, the Sonics <laughs> around anymore. <laughs> but Alabama, what about Alabama? Coming to Alabama, Alabama, uh, probably. Uh, I'll say way less interested. Oh really? Oh, I'm more. Uh, they give me, give me Prince Akeem in Alabama. Absolutely, I'm in. I, I would be scared for Prince Akeem. <laughs> uh, coming to Denmark, more or less interested. Coming to Denmark, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably, probably, uh, definitely more than Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm also give me that. Yeah, no, I'm, I yeah, I'd be more interested. I'm in, especially if it's like the winter time, right? Sweden, Norway, oh. all the all three. Yeah, uh, China coming to China. This China. is a global marketplace. China's mm. got to be involved somehow. Uh, coming to China, coming to more China. Yes, yes. I'll I'll go. I'll go. No, you know what. <laughs> I'll, I'll go less interested because oh. you know the Chinese are, are a global threat. So, we, <laughs> we, well, as an American, we need to make a stand. Well, that's true. However, I'd want to see <laughs> how they ban this movie on what right, what right, 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 then right. we could support that. And well, and the we, other thing, you know, that uh, if they did that, there would be two versions of the movie: one that plays <laughs> right. here and one that's that's played in in China. Right. Where Prince Akeem becomes, you know, a chi- he decides to move to China. There, would, there would be a, there would be a uh, mysterious Chinese character that's only in the Chinese version <laughs> that actually becomes the main character and the hero of the story. Right. So I'm more on all three of those, which is my way to tell Hollywood you really messed up on this one. <laughs> um, I mean, I think going back to Zamunda is okay, but I I really think he missed the boat. This could have been a franchise of epic proportions. There really, is, like, there's potential there, yeah. <laughs> Just go around the world. You can send Prince Akeem's son anywhere in the world. You know, just right. Just learn the cultures and fish out of water in every possible environment. Fish out of water it up, man. I, I would have. I haven't bought a Blu-ray in a decade, and I would buy the entire box set. You know, if, uh, <laughs> if this was done. So, just uh, give it to me. All right, we're gonna do a real quick Rotten Tomato review. Um, Meaning, so we have reviews for Ray and the Last Dragon. Uh, is ninety uh, probably not surprisingly a very high score, ninety six percent. Ooh, yep, one hundred fourteen reviews. The oh, general, nice. Yeah, the general consensus is that it's pretty formulaic, um, and there are not any particularly new beats in it, but it's really well, gorgeous. It's a good animated. formula. Good formula. The animation's awesome. Uh, the right. voice talent's really good. Feels still feels fresh. Really good action. So. Uh, good, good for Raya again. I'm looking forward to. I don't. Well, we'll cover that in box and predictions. 
about whether I'm going to spring the 30 bucks for it um, and whether you will too. It is available on Disney Plus this weekend uh, for 30 bucks. Uh, nothing on Coming to America uh, yet. Ken, any predictions uh, ro- uh, for Rotten Tomatoes? Mm. I'm generally negative on this film, so it's probably going to come through <laughs> in my box office prediction or in my Rotten Tomato prediction. I'm going to say in like the 35 to 45 range. Okay, I think this is gonna. I, so my prediction this will be. I think this will be just slightly fresh. I think. Okay, I, so I like think reviewers 60. will kind of like the premise. Again, I think. I know. I know. Chris said in Definitive Cinema, like the trailer did not make it. Only made him laugh once. It made me kind of chuckle a few times. I think it's. I think there's some. I think there's some decent gags in there. Um, and so I think for, people like seeing Eddie Murphy return to form. For what it's worth, the the first one was sixty nine percent on on. To Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Huh. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, so we'll see. You're going 35 to 40. I'm going. I'll just go 60 uh, right there. And uh, all right. So let's make uh, some predictions. Um, so I want to ask you a couple questions. So one is, let's start with Ryan and the Last Dragon. So will you will you pay the thirty dollars to see this? Yeah, you know, this weekend, next weekend, whatever. Before you know, I actually think I might. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't shelled out any money to Disney Plus for the premium access to any of their movies that they've released on the platform yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, I, I I think I might actually do that. Yeah, I'm considering it too for one primary reason, meaning that the summer is going to be kind of busy with movies, and there's a couple other animated ones coming out. I think there's another Minions movie that I'm sure. My daughter will want to see. There's a Paw Patrol movie, which I'm sure she'll want to see as Ooh. well. I know, I know. <laughs> Joy of kids. Um, so it's like, if I don't see it now, then we're seeing it during, you know, obviously it's summertime, which is busier, generally speaking, also busy with movies. Mm. So it might be fun. And 30 bucks is, you know, kind of a night out if theaters were open yeah. to spend. You know, like, to I, I've been always, like, looking at, like, I've, I've seen a few movies online for the 19.99 price. Yeah, and I, I haven't, um, I haven't been. Uh, it hasn't felt like a sting or whatever to do that right. when, I, when I paid. But thirty bucks just seems like a, as in my head, it just felt like a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's and definitely so I've, I've shied away from that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but this one, I, I'm leaning toward doing it. But now, what do you think this would do in the box office if everything was open, hundred percent capacity, opening uh, feel, Feels like feels like one of those like fifty to like sixty five million. Right, kind of openers, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think this would be on the high side. Again, I think that range is reasonable. Um, I actually think this would be on the high side again. I think the track record's really good. They're throwing Moana from the creators of Moana and say, what, all over the place. What did Moana do its opening weekend? Do we know? I think that was in the fifties. Okay, and that was obviously, you know, uh, there wasn't a Moana before Moana, and there was. More a little more like what's this movie about kind of thing, and I think there's some plot familiarity with Raya that could say, oh, this is kind of like Moana kind of thing that would you know that would help it. Um, so yeah, I'll go in the high end. I think uh, I think I would I think I'd go mid 60s uh, on 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 this for normal box office. All right, coming to America. Um, this will be out on Amazon. Or are you going to watch it for free on Amazon? Uh, yeah, probably, uh, <laughs> but more of a like film critic review mindset as opposed to 
you know, right, right, joy, joyfully, like, <laughs> you know, know, yeah, yeah, like, let me get out of work Friday afternoon and rush <laughs> home and set everything else aside to right. clear my schedule for coming to America. So I'm gonna give this, I'm gonna give this movie about. 20 minutes to win me over as sort of my thought process and or see like the first few minutes in Zamunda when they bring the kid over and see if it wins me over. And if it does, like if I'm in on the fish out of water gags and that sort of thing, then, <laughs> then I'll stick with it. If not, I have a very quick trigger. I'm just going to say, Nope. See, I just can't do that with movies. Really? Uh, okay. I can't, some of them I, I, I kind of wish I did or could, <laughs> right, but right. Uh, right. I just don't have it in me. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so so yeah, so I'm a quick trigger. Oh, a box office. If this was in the movie theater in a regular uh, year, like high teens, low twenties. Yeah, yeah, me something too. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think this would struggle to hit twenty, and my, I say it might even be do a little bit less. But again, when you're relying on Eddie Murphy, sixty year old, nearly sixty year old Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, you know, as, as your stars, and a movie that's thirty years old, I think that's kind of what you get. So, mm-hmm. all right, that's a wrap. Um, so a couple things. So again, a reminder, we will be back in two weeks to discuss the Snyder Cut, Justice League Snyder <laughs> Cut. Uh, we're going to discuss that. Uh, you can always ca- also catch us on Definitive Cinema. Um, we, that's We're pumping out episodes weekly on that. So stay tuned on that. So there's two good movie podcasts for you on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network. There's also great theater content. Um, we, have, we have Stage Directions, Beyond the Balcony, uh, and uh, like another entertainment podcast that Chris does uh, called Desperately Seeking Entertainment. Uh, we got all your entertainment bases covered on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network, and you can find all those podcasts on your major podcast providers. Uh, one other thing I will tease before, Ken, you can promote any work you're doing, is we will have a little special contest coming your way to sort of celebrate movies, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, being back in uh, close to full form this summer mm. and uh stay tuned on that it's gonna involve movies and guess what it might involve the fantasy movie league that everybody can participate in uh more to come more to be announced and uh, but stay tuned we're we're working we're working hard on it already and uh we're excited uh to show that off ken anything to plug uh i'm gonna be watching probably both of these movies and hoping to write about <laughs> at least one of them this weekend so uh, you All get right. that look to look forward to, I guess. Okay, very good. All right. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh, you know, for those uh, for our exist for our returning fans, thanks for uh, thanks for bringing us back on again. We we hope it was worth the wait, and uh, and we'll be back with uh, regular content again. It's going to coincide with when movies come out, so mm-hmm. we'll be on. Again, we're going to do the Snyder cut in a couple weeks. We'll be on for Godzilla versus Kong. I can't wait to break that down and preview it. <laughs> And then, yeah, there's, I think there's a one movie in April worth previewing. And then May should be more, May and June should, in the summer, should be more regular schedule. Assuming we all get, we're all smart and get vaccinated and the movie theaters can open back up to, you know, some type of capacity where we can all see movies in there. Don't start celebrating before you cross the finish line. (laughs) No. Very important. I know. Uh, Everybody hang in there. Run through the finish line. Yep. We're almost there. We got a few more weeks. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right. All right, thank you all, Ken. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, everyone, thanks for joining us. Have a great night. Adios. Bye.